Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. You're about to listen to a We Are LA Tech remix episode where we present to you a curated selection of impactful clips from previous episodes that you may have missed. And be sure to follow the links in the show notes to listen to the full episodes. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. My name is Esprit Devora, born and raised L.A., and I created We Are L.A. Tech in 2012 to unify the community. Podcast launched in 2014, continuing to help people find the best talent, to connect with each other, to form awesome relationships. So proud of this show. Enjoy. Hi, this is John King. I'm founder of TAP. TAP is a product recommendation app. We're based in West Hollywood. Well, you know, there's been a waste of time and resources that come along the way with consumerism. And what we like to do is cut out the noise. You know, in social media, as well as certain marketplaces, there are too many fake reviews and, and, and fake recommendations or disingenuine recommendations. And, you know, the, the life experience I've had being a traveler before, even though, you know, we're not really necessarily a travel product anymore, but getting these awesome recommendations from people you really know and trust and having that connection because we connect on based on standards and values is so key because, you know, you can find the wrong type of recommendations or reviews elsewhere from a marketplace or a review site. And when you actually experience that uh, journey, uh, it becomes half filled. And so to the delight of the recommendations I've always gotten from dear friends and family, it transcends exactly to products where if I wanted to replace a vacuum cleaner, I know a few friends that would know about vacuum cleaners more than I would, and I would trust their recommendations and not have to go through that shopping, buying, and then return and reshop journey. And so that there's a lot of time wasted, money wasted, and the environmental cost is even greater. You know, I just want to bring up the point that in 2019, 5 billion tons of landfill waste was attributable to online returns, uh, which is an alarming number. And that's just online returns. That's not the packaging. These are returned items that, you know, companies just want to discard because it's cheaper for them to do that. As far as I'm aware, you haven't raised money, right? No, I haven't raised any money. I have an angel lined up and I can't announce who that person is. But when the time is right, I think we'll bring him on. So I was curious because some companies don't want to raise money at all. So I was curious if raising money is a direction that you wanted to head in to help you propel growing. Oh, absolutely. I think that there can be some great partnerships. It's just a matter of time to find the right partners uh, that 
we can get along uh, for the long haul, because this is a journey that's going to be 10 plus years. And so many people have raised money from being on the podcast for all the investors listening, if they're the right fit, like what types of investors are the right fit for you right now? And where can they reach out to you? Uh, the right fit is basically seeing the same vision that we are and um, being there for us and with us uh, to see around the blind corners, obviously, and then uh, being able to take us and walk with us through this 10 year plus journey. And if they like to get in touch with me, they can find me on Twitter at tapjohnking. Hey everyone, my name is Zach Stern. I am the founder and CEO at Official. What I realized is that dating apps don't make a lot of sense. And instead of helping you find someone, I wanted to help you keep someone. I would say, honestly, try to check out as much of LA as possible. For me, I never really visited or understood LA, but LA is massive and there's so many different aspects to LA, whether it's downtown, WeHo, Santa Monica, Beverly Hills, all of these different places. So I would say really trying to see the difference. I loved going around Santa Monica. It just kind of felt like that cool beach vibe that I really enjoyed. So I was there a lot. I have some good friends who live there. I wanted to go surfing. I wasn't able to due to timing, but I would definitely recommend surfing there as well. For sure. You make a really great point. When you're moving to L.A., all the little areas in L.A., Silver Lake, downtown, Santa Monica, et cetera, Venice, they're all different, like really, really different. So don't just like pick a place blind, like maybe rent an Airbnb for a week in each place or something like that. Even if you stay in a hostel or something, check out each neighborhood because each neighborhood has a different vibe and you want to make sure it's a vibe that matches your personality for sure. Oh, completely. There's so yeah. many different and what's a great piece of advice that you've gotten in your life that has helped really carry you forward in your success? I would say for me, it's something where it doesn't matter how smart you are. It just matters how much you're willing to work. And it's really about not that 95% effort, but that last 5% and putting your all in. And that's been something that really makes a difference. Anyone can put in 90%, anyone can put in 95%. But when you put in 100% and you just go that last little bit, it speaks volumes. And that's what a lot of people won't do. So you might not be the smartest person. Like I think I am of average intelligence, but I just think I can work really hard a lot of the time. And I think that's what makes it really easy. And the harder you work, the easier life gets. I mean, isn't that also like what Michael Jordan claims? He's like, I just practice and worked hard consistently. Yeah. Like everybody's looking for a growth hack. I think the growth hack is being consistent. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, the growth is hack growth is just hack. constantly working to be better. I mean, everyone says it, but just trying to make yourself 1% better every day just speaks volumes. Totally. And what book do you recommend we read? So I've said this a few times. I love this book called Zap. Z-A-P-P exclamation point. It's a really, really old book. Okay, well, I say really, really old, like 1960s, 1950s, I want to say. But it's a management style book. And it's really short, maybe 80, 100 pages, but it's an incredible management style book. And it was one of the first management books that I read. And it stuck with me after all these years, because you see the subtle intricacies, and you see how other people within the kind of book react to different things. So I would say that's kind of my underrated book that most people don't know about, but it's a really, really good managerial book. And then the book everyone knows, Zero to One, if you're in startups, I mean, everyone and their mother knows it. So that one I would have to say.
This is Lex Euler, founder and CEO of PT. We help improve the patient experience of healthcare payments. I am based in Los Feliz. Yeah. So I've worked in early stage startups for 10 years now, usually as the first design hire. So I've been around it. I've been in product discussion meetings. I've worked directly with CEOs, CTOs, founders of companies really closely. Did I have any idea what I was doing here? Absolutely not. But nobody does. And as soon as I realized that, it was just like game over. I was like, oh, this person's been doing it for 22 years. They have no idea what they're doing. So if all we're doing is everyone's waking up every day saying, I don't know what I'm doing. And then you just figure it out. Mm. Then it's like, I don't know. It didn't feel as daunting anymore. And there's still stuff that like, some days I'm like, I was not cut out for this. The first person I had to let go, the first time I had to fire someone, I almost shut down the company. I was just, I would simply rather shut down a company with like, at that point, like $1.7 million still in the bank. I'm like, we're closing up shop. I can't do it. I can't do this phone call. And then I realized that's actually the point of raising money is those are the people you call. Those those are the people that I took my phone out and I called my investors. I have like three of them that when things are like really hard and I need someone to tell me like, you can do it. They're also operators. And so they're, they've been through it. And they talked to me exact, like through exactly what to do. And one of them was really mean. I'll never forget it. He was like, you need to do it today. And I was like, bro, I can't do it today. I got to think about it. And he was like, no, hire fast, fire fast. And I was like, bro, I can't do it. Like I got to try. I was like, I got to give it a few weeks. Like I'm going to try to pull it together. I'm going to like yeah. rein it in. And he said, did I invest in a side hustle or a venture back tech company. And he goes, it's fine. I'm not mad about it either way, but I'm not giving you any more of my time. If it's the former, I have too many other founders that are taking this seriously. And it was exactly what I needed to hear. And I was like, you're right. I'm trying to put this person, their needs and wants and whatever ahead of like the company as a whole. And that once I realized that's not what we're doing here, it changed everything. So you mean really mean in a good way? Yeah. I mean, I... Yeah, I don't think it really direct. It was really direct. It was, I cried. And I wouldn't want more than like two of those people on my cap table. (laughs) Like, I'm, but I called that person specifically. And I'll never forget when I pitched that person the first time, I hung up the phone and I looked at my kid's dad and I was like, I want that guy on my cap table. He will push me to be the best. And that's exactly when I call that person, it's because I've like plateaued at something and I need someone to tell me like, Hey, no, you have to do more. You have to do better. And so I'm, I'm always happy to have like one or two, like kind of mean people. The We Are LA Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. Music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The We Are LA Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.